Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This could, could all go horribly wrong at any minute. Oh, my God. I can't. I will not even tell you uh, what he was saying. Um, he is so enraged. Some of the uh, words I've never even heard of. Uh, I didn't know that uh, that language uh, had that kind of depth uh, and uh, certainly that kind of disgust in it. Uh, he is pissed. Um, but we don't have time for it. I'm sorry. Uh, we've got to get on uh, with the very, very end of this year. <laughs> With Radcast 112, entitled Goodbye, Good Riddance 2022. I mean, to give you an idea just how uh, I find uh, how disgusting this year was, I am I'm wearing sweatpants. I rarely wear sweatpants. Well, I mean, I do when I'm kind of wandering around the apartment here, but uh, when I'm doing this, I uh, I actually kind of pretend <laughs> I'm performing it. So I, I put on pants. I'm wearing, uh, I am not doing that. This year does not deserve uh, an ending with pants. Okay? It's disgusting. This year was just horrific. And not just simply because... Uh, I I lost my mother this year. In, in a way, I'm kind of glad she doesn't have to deal with uh, 2023 uh, because uh, she would be uh, beyond, I think, uh, uh, enraged with probably what is coming down the pike now. Um, but uh, she had always said that uh, in in her interesting kind of way of trying to get us to do things, my friends and I, uh, because we would have the constant uh, argument. Not, she would say nothing is going to change. Nothing. Do whatever you want. It's not going to change. It's the way it is. I mean, her cynicism went way beyond. And, and I mean this. I mean, I think way beyond uh, uh, most comics I know. Certainly way beyond me. Um, but l- looking at it now after a year like this year, when we kind of are now reaching the point where we're creating, um, well, we're going back. 
we are going back to to repeat this shit. I certainly, I mean, I would understand we're not going to get any, you know, that that much further, but not that we're going to try to fight this shit again. I'm a fucking leaveable, truly. Um, but what a what a shit burger of a year and uh, a word I rarely use, a word he rarely uses, and uh, we'll have to make some decisions about him moving forward. And uh, I'm uh, sorry that there has not been the kind of outcry uh, that has made it easier for me to to do this. And uh, so here I am as the year literally flops toward a close after probably one of the shittier Christmases I've ever had. Um, No one's fault. Uh, I'm a little under the weather. I couldn't get to see my friends on Christmas Day, as I have uh, until that stinking pandemic, uh, that incredible feasts that we would enjoy, not only a lunch of massive proportions that I knew I was going to lose this year because selfishly my friends went off to, uh, to New Orleans to have a feast with themselves and their family. And, uh, but my I was not able to get to my friend, uh, you know, my other friend Neil's house. <laughs> and, um, and so uh, I, uh, I was here by myself, just watching football, hoping I was going to win one of the pools I'm in, win that pool that I'm in. No, nope, of course not. First game, fuck me, that was that. And then it just slid, slid, down, the, slid down there after that. So, but I'm here in my... Uh, Cable Access Studio, which is about all the uh, all this year truly really uh, deserves, is a Cable Access Studio. This one is too fancy for it. Even I have, I if this is this even I have a Cable Access Studio that's too fancy for the end of this year. Okay, God, I've said this. You know, it really, if a year that ends with. With uh, I, I realize that you know I it it is uh, it is the t- 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 Hannity it turns out uh, says that he um, never believed in the big lie he he always knew that uh, the uh, that the boat was the boat and that Biden had won he always knew Biden had won he always knew Biden had won he always knew Biden had won there are no jokes that can be made. This isn't, you know, unless you're making, how do you make a joke out of 1984? All right. I'm, I'm just not that good. I'm not. There's no joke. The fucking, it's disgusting. There should be a, a trial. He should be taken to court. And if, but not even him. Okay. It's the, 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 the Fox News should be taken to court. Can't use the word news. If they knew, they knew that uh, Trump had not won. They knew it. And they reported it over and over and over again and allowed their, whatever their, is, is also MSNBC, you know, allows folks who were essentially um, commentators to, uh, to work off news that is not real. But, I mean, I have to say, uh, this year, uh, Fox 
certainly wins the not real award. Um, MSNBC didn't go that far, but they certainly have got commentators telling you what the news is from time to time and spinning it a bit. But this is insanity. Okay? Does that mean I'm a liberal? Does that mean I'm a liberal socialist, Pinko? No. Just means you gotta have some fucking common sense. Stop this. Please. All right? I'm supposed to find this. I'm supposed to accept this? That he it is this is acceptable for a a news station to know the truth and to not tell you what the truth is? But to tell you the the lie, I mean, that's in a fictional movie. We can't live fiction. You know, I mean, I, where my mother was toward the end, I don't even know if I could get this through to her, but I think she, from what I could tell, was certainly picking it up on her own. Not that she could explain it, but certainly in her reactions to things. I think, uh, she was uh, she she had more to say to the caregivers than she did to me. I think she felt that she'd already done everything she could to convince me, and it hadn't really worked. So she was moving on in hopes of having others follow the uh, Tao, T-A-O of uh, of Jeanette, um, a book that'll be published next year. No, um, boy, I'll tell you this though. Uh, this winter free shit coming right. Perfect ending to a shit, shit burger of a year. Huh? Perfect. Drop a a, a sub Arctic, you know, what do they call it? I'm going to find, what do they call this? Oh yeah. A bomb cyclone. What the fuck does that mean? What does a bomb cyclone mean? Why would you call it a bomb cyclone? What does it have to do with that? I'm going to look it up right now. Um, this is a bomb cyclone. Um, is how rapidly the pressure drops in the low pressure mass by at least 24 millibars, whatever that means, in 24 hours. Yes, I know what that means. This quickly increases the pressure differences or gradient between the two air masses, making the winds stronger. The process of rapid intensification has a name. And I love the name Bumbo Genesis, the name of my new rock group, Bumbo Genesis. Okay. I literally, that description sounds exactly what my stomach was like, um, which is what made for a rough week this week. Uh, I think I had a Bumbo Genesis going on down there, or a bomb cyclone for sure. Uh, you know, we end the year that way unbelievable going through the whole country frozen solid um i went my hallway is in the apartment is not heated so i i kind of um have to wear a coat into it when i go downstairs some people are good with the cold i mean but it was but i'm talking it's like the it's just a little warmer than the weather outside and that's and it was cold as fuck here and I, and and god bless Imagine it was the worst storm in the history of Bu- in, the, in the last 50 years in Buffalo. I cannot imagine. I mean, I was up there a number of times in the dead of winter, and uh, it was shitty, but 
but you know, survivable. This must have been beyond belief. And I'm sure there'll be three uh, documentary films about it. I hope so, because uh, I just, it, it just, uh, unbelievable to me that we, uh, it, it, is, it gets that fucking cold at this point in time. And we have no, nothing within our, our grasp in terms of dealing with weather. We have this, we have a phone that allows us to, to see, uh, uh, you know, get all sorts of information, gather all sorts of things, be able to communicate immediately, can do a health scan, fucking thing can health scan you. But can it do anything about the weather? No. Well, you know what? I think it's bullshit. And I've already begun in, in my act uh, to, to, to put the kind of pressure I can put on being a comic to, to make sure that we finally start dealing with the weather as opposed to coming up with a new way to use this phone. Really, it's, you know, now you can edit an entire movie, uh, even a movie that's not yours. If you want to re-edit um, E.T., you can do it right there on your phone and um, and it only quite stop, Lewis. But that kind of weather just goes back to proving my point about bears and hibernation. They're the most brilliant animals on earth, by far. By far. Especially when it comes to uh, winter. No animal just says, fuck it. I'm done. I've eaten enough. I've stored my nuts and berries. I'm wandering into a cave. I'm laying down. Uh, I'm not watching TV. I'm not doing shit. I'm going to take a snooze. And then when it gets warm, I'm going to wake up. You know, that is, well, that's fucking brilliant. That's what that is. It is fucking brilliant. Sometimes, sometimes I wish I were a, a bear. I mean, not enough that I would spend my, would spend my whole life as a bear. I don't really want to come back as a bear. If I'm coming back, I'd like to come back as a human. Uh, and at least one that, uh, you know, kind of enjoys his human life, not, not a human who comes back and is being tortured for whatever possible reason, of which when you look at it, I mean, they're, they're still getting pounded in the Ukraine. And he has to come here and beg for money. It's ridiculous. Have him fly in and put himself at risk, put a country's leader at risk to make a plea to us. Kiss the ring finger. Fuck us. Bitching and moaning. You know, we become the country that should know the lesson. And the lesson was... Um, you, 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 you leave to create another country because you don't want to be the, you don't want to be ruled by a king. Well, what are we? Huh? It's important for, for us to be, it's, you know, it's the only difference between this and, and Trump in a sense is that, um, with this, it's, um, it's, it's, it's not, well, you better come over here and talk to us because, you know, that some of the people on the other side are a little sketchy about this. Really? We have to convince these people? 
What side are they on at this point? I can't imagine going through. We mean, meanwhile, we're going through this and it's hell and they are going through it with bombs and with, uh, without like massive generators or all any kind of other options and all sorts of countries that have to kind of open doors. The kind of doors that we still have to open as we end of the year with all of those immigrants at the border. We talked about that last week. And we have to, um, we have to push ourselves uh, just before uh, Christmas. We had to push, the, the Congress had to push itself to make a final decision on the $1.7 trillion. And then didn't come up with the thing that would help the kids and didn't come up with and didn't come up with and didn't come up with four major, four major tax breaks that would help um, those who truly needed the help. Unbelievable. So that we could pass it. That's our concept. The compromise is on the backs of the least, the, those who can handle it the least. What, a, what you know, at Christmas, this has got to stop. This can't be anything that goes on like this. I've said it, I, I don't know how many times you just say it. The, those, that it is our money. Okay, they don't get to decide um, at, at the very last minute um, that how that that whether it's you know that the budget uh, works or not. No, Mm-mm. they cannot put a gun to uh, each other's heads and say, um, you know, if uh, if we don't get what we want, we're just going to uh, you know shoot. You're going to shoot us in the head. We'll shoot you in the head. And We'll see how uh, how the world fares if America doesn't isn't able to operate its government. You don't get to stop shit, okay? What it should be done is, is if they can't decide, it rolls over until they grow up enough to talk about it. And they certainly didn't by by screwing the poor again. It's it just it's, it, it, we we are oblivious. We are totally oblivious. To, uh, to those who need it most. Just stunning. Well, at least they passed it. And I guess the only reason it being that it was Christmas and they had to get home. Whew. What a bunch of selfish pigs. Oh, man. Wow. And, of course, um, we come out of the year of uh, another year in which... Uh, it turns out that the uh, well, the highest cause of death among uh, children is, uh, you know, gun related, uh, gun related, or gun related, or gun related, or gun related. Highest cause of death. I'm not sure if that's. I'm sure that's exactly right. And uh, and if not, you know, that's something that should be made up, Mr. Hannity in order to get people like you to to pay attention to what the fuck is happening out there. So it's just unbelievable, unconscionable. We can't have these kind of gun laws because we, the people are not mature enough to deal with these gun laws. It's that simple. When in order to perform a more perfect unit, it was discovered 
that those who were trying to perform, who, who were trying to form that more perfect union were really imperfect and really immature on levels that no one had ever imagined, then uh, there should be laws that should be stricken. And that law is you don't, you don't get to have all the guns you want. You don't. It's that simple. We'll talk about that more in another time. It's time to move on. I got things to do. Um, and I already went on longer than I thought I would. So I feel pretty good about that. With a reported surge in the number of U.S. married couples who live apart so they don't get on each other's nerves. Uh, there's been a surge in couples living apart so they don't get on each other's nerves. Oh, man. About 4 million married uh, Americans currently live separately from their spouses. That's a 25% increase from the year 2000. Wowie, wow, wow, wow. They're not living together. <laughs> that's, that's how good we are with each other. These are people who love each other. And then, of course, the big news uh, for those who uh, have always <laughs> found that they have always thought, God, I'd really like to. I'd like to have, have sex with a snake. But do they have a clitoris? Well, they do. Um, they, they not only have clitorises, they got two of them. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. God makes you weep, really. But, you know, well, most men have trouble with one. Can't imagine what that's, what this, I guess the snakes, I guess, are more instinctive. They knew where they were. And, uh, and that's it. As we roll into uh, this week's uh, incredible group of rants from Fort Wayne, Indiana. It should be noted that Fort Wayne uh, is one of the few cities I only played there once as a comic. Uh, stayed literally at the end of a, um, was a, it was around a kind of a, uh, it was at the end of these, it was where two, I live, I was at a hotel where essentially two highways intersect. And uh, I, I remember there being a, um, uh, a strip club in the uh, like tiny mall. And I didn't, it was too cold to go over there. And it, and it was really too depressing at the edge of the universe uh, where, where, where two highways intersected in Fort Wayne. What's really depressing is, is that Fort Wayne, it should be noted, used to be back when, this is how times have changed, um, the Fort Wayne Pistons played there. That's right. Now the Detroit Pistons. And the, uh, I would imagine um, there's starters on the, um, the team who, that plays in, in Detroit that, whose salaries um, may be larger uh, than the budget, uh, than the city budget of Fort Wayne. I'll have to check that for next time. 
Uh, I'm not going to make you sit here and watch me go through that. Uh, the the uh, I want to thank everybody who sent in um, uh, all of the uh, the rants from that you'll hear from Fort Wayne. They were, I think, and I think you'll find. There's always uh, there's some some very very good ones and some uh, terrific surprises. I, and I want to be sure to thank all of you who have uh, who've, who've uh, been so supportive of this Rantcast. And for those of you who've shared your incredible words with us, it has it meant the world to me to, to be able to read them. It is for those that I haven't read yet, I will do my damnedest too. Uh, and um, I really do hope, uh, you know, that... Um, you at least feel that uh, this uh, you, it it gives you a, a joy whether I read your uh, rant or not. It should. It certainly, I think, gets it off your chest, and um, you all have really shown uh, an exceptional knack for writing, which is, I think, more than most people would expect, especially considering uh, how. How dumb we appear to be! It's a group. I'm not saying us. I'm saying it's a group, and uh, so truly, uh, we 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 stumbled toward the finish line of this year, and um, and and I am glad that we're uh, we're almost out of it. I think it'll be a step in the right direction just so we don't have to say 2022. Um, Take care of each other. Okay? That's what matters. I love to all of you. And for all, uh, and thank you for, for all you've given me and for all you mean to me. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. We're in uh, uh, downtown Fort Wayne, Indiana, at the uh, beautiful, really beautiful uh, Embassy Theater. And the last time I was in Fort Wayne was 2009. That's the truth. And then they, it was, today is the first day that they said, okay, you can come back now. 
I appeared here once. I did one. I did a comedy club in like 1992 and 2009. And then I guess the way things are going, I'm like Haley's Comet. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's been a pleasure being with you this evening. And I'm going to just you know, roll right into this. This is from, and I'm going to just tell you from the start. Uh, there's a lot of people here tonight getting a lot off their chest about the community you live in and the state you live in. If, 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 if it's something that you disagree with, write in. And I, I will read it. I'm serious. If I don't read it during one of these, I will, I will read it when, uh, when there are times that when we're not doing shows that I read a bunch of them in that we will use. I promise if you come back to this pisses you off, write about it. But I mean it. But, I didn't get that kind of stuff. I didn't get, oh, this is the most glorious place I've ever lived, okay? <laughs> I did not get that. So um, for those of you who are still upset about the fact that you didn't go to the potluck supper, <laughs> this is an opportunity. All right. Mary Kinder, or I think I'm, is it, it's, it, or Kinder. Uh, it's so hard to live in Indiana as a liberal. I used to love Indiana. Now I know it's just the Florida of the North. <laughs> Well, right in, don't, don't go boo. You're not Casper the Friendly Ghost, fucker. <laughs> right in. I'm sitting here, I, that's what I do. I read what's written in, and if you don't, that's how come Mary got to be heard, and you, you got your boo. <laughs> You're sitting in the audience, you had the option. You went, mm-mm, I'm gonna. I'm going to put my hand in my pants. That's, uh, that was just for you. It's the, the, those of you watching, you won't understand that. Uh, this is from Jason uh, Clevenger. Welcome to Fort Wayne, the city of churches. <laughs> I guess three priests in the back. Be sure. Be sure to visit our new promenade park located near the overcrowded uh, county jail. <laughs> Community corrections and multiple courthouses. Take your whole family and sit by the river and watch the dead decomposing bodies. <laughs> Float by while their rotten juices get sucked up by the water treatment plant. While visiting the park, be sure to bring plenty of cash and cigarettes for the panhandlers and homeless living under the bridges. Take a long walk along the Green River Greenway with sidewalks ankle-deep in goose shit, where signs and little bags remind you to pick up your dog's turd. While on your walk, you may come to Headwaters Park, but be careful. The county sheriff may be there drunk and physically assault your child. <laughs> I didn't expect this to be your reaction. <laughs> when leaving the park, enjoy one of our newly engineered roads or intersections designed by foreign immigrants at our street department. The new diverging diamond, which requires you to drive on the left side of the road in front of a hospital, is especially fun. Senior citizens trying to get to the emergency room confused beyond belief when forced to drive the wrong fucking way down the road. 
I guess it's good for hospital business. Be mindful of crosswalks in the middle of intersections as the yellow flashing lights do not mean stop for people in the crosswalks. It's the pedestrian's responsibility. <laughs> While on your trip through your, our city, you may encounter one of the many new roundabouts. These new modern marvels are a treat for seniors, and it's where they like to park their cars in the middle of grassy areas. <laughs> and watch the cars go round. If you're not confused enough, try the roundabout with a train track and stoplights going right through the middle of it. Is that true? <laughs> I thought we were trying to get rid of the fucking stoplights. We should be engineering our roads with senior Midwestern engineers that know we like stoplights and driving on the right side of the road. <laughs> Thank you, Jason. <laughs> and a follow-up from Ramona Peterson. Why does road construction barricade off 40 miles of highway when they only work on a half mile at a time? We need a real woman in charge of transportation. Not a wannabe gay guy. Wow, there's, this is like, I, you've got a story going on here. I have no fucking clue. This is from Emily Drum. Um, I'm sending a last minute rant before my husband and I leave for your show. Um, so she doubted it would be read, and I, I, a lot of shit annoys me. She needed to get this off her chest, by the way. And, and this is real. I, I may have to, well, okay, I'm just going to read it. Shut up. <laughs> a lot of shit annoys me, but nothing takes the cake like, lately like the Tom fuckery that is Indiana politicians and abortion rights. I'm sure, I'm sure you know by now that we Hoosiers, a term I still don't fucking get, in my hometown of St. Louis, Hoosier means redneck, giving new meaning to the garbage company here of Hoosier Disposal. <laughs> Probably won the race of being the first state to pass new, harsher abortion restrictions after the overturn of Roe versus Wade. While a judge recently blocked the abortion ban on Thursday, I think we all know that isn't going to last long. Soon we'll be back to the restrictions practically across the board. Now, I should mention that I myself have been fortunate enough not to have ever needed an abortion or even needed to consider it. But I know friends who have and 100% support the decision. Why? Because it's none of my fucking business anyway. My husband and I have a two-year-old daughter a child we planned on having and had the means and home life to do so. But if those factors had not been in place, if we suddenly found ourselves in a dire financial situation, or if I was in an abusive relationship that was dangerous to leave, you bet your ass I'd like to know it was a possible option. Not to mention the rare cases now where abortion is allowed, such as emerge, emerge, medical emergency, where the mother's life may be in danger. You know that that kind of situation is kind of time sensitive and maybe shouldn't need to be put through the legal ringer before you can act. An emergency, doctors have enough shit to deal with without having to defend their patients' legal rights during a race against the clock. 
And none of this would have been possible without the help of our brave Indiana representatives and senators, a group largely consisted of white men who likely haven't seen their own dicks since the Bush administration. I've been harassed by enough old white men to know that when they work so hard to take someone else's power over themselves, it's to compensate for some other small problem. <laughs> Pathetic. And don't get me started on our friend Mike Pence. How can someone who's never even seen a vagina have so many opinions about mine? Anyway, I survived almost an entire pregnancy in a pandemic, so I know how to handle stress, but I was really hoping I wouldn't have to have, this, have to the second time around. Now, instead of a second chance at a possibly normal experience in family planning, I get to have a fun conversation with my OBGYN about what constitutes a life-threatening situation during pregnancy and planning for every possible outcome before I even decide to get pregnant. I can't believe this is the reality my daughter might have to grow up in. Almost makes me wish for a boy whenever we do have another baby. Although I can swear to you right now that if I do, he's going to learn to fight alongside his mother for women to have every right over her own body. Because that's what real men do. Um, I, will, I, I will say that I was born and raised in a time, I went through uh, high school, um, and it was, uh, abortions were completely illegal in this country. I went through uh, a portion of my college years, um, all of my college abortions were illegal. It was like, and I'll just tell you, I knew women that needed them. And it was like, uh, and it was like living at that time in a fucking cave to have to fucking figure out and to traverse and to be able to do things and to put yourself in danger. This is, it, it is, I, I don't give a shit, but it is, it, it was, it is something that I will never forget during my upbringing. It's phone conversations. I had the phone late into the night and we're going to put other people through that. Okay. Good luck. Good luck, Indiana. Um, no, there's no, it's, uh, it's really, uh, I, I just, uh, I probably shouldn't have shared. <laughs> but I, I just think it's important. I just think there's, there, there was, there was a, a lot of other ways to go around this and to arrive at a, a way in which um, we could have done this. And that there are a lot of, of a variety of solutions that are out there and we're not taking them. And once again, I don't know how long it's gonna take because we don't do anything until the last minute. <laughs> this is from Vicki Wolf Bender. I uh, came in the other day when I was in, a, <laughs> and uh, this is Mike Pence. She's, a, she's, a, she's also a Hoosier. Mike Pence moved in down the street from me, and I don't know how to be a good neighbor. <laughs> I can't invite him over without mother to supervise his visit. If I take him cupcakes, I can't use rainbow sprinkles. And if I invite him over for game night, hangman is definitely off the table. <laughs> yeah. 
Maybe I just should have said that Mike Pence moved in down the street from me. Enough said. <laughs> I leave you with these two, um, these two pieces by uh, a, a couple that are here this evening. Uh, this is Lance Hepner. I was a delivery driver for almost 20 years, and for the love of God, stop telling your delivery driver to stay cool. It's 100 fucking degrees. <laughs> stay warm. It's fucking minus 10. Stay dry. It's a fucking monsoon outside. And don't work too hard when you see that I have a van full of deliveries. Give me a fucking break. It's Indiana, and there's only one month where it's nice outside. <laughs> and, and this is from Ashley Hepner, dear customer looking for their FedEx package. <laughs> I am what, but one person, low in the pecking order at that, so please, 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 for the love of all that's holy, have a tracking ID when you call in. No, I cannot look it up by your address, nor by your name. How many John Smiths can there be? There's a whole fucking lot of them. Okay, so you've already called in once asking for your package to be held for pickup. Cool. You and about a hundred other people. So when you come to get your package, have your tracking ID ready then too. I'm not clairvoyant, nor am I sitting here staring at your package and your package alone, waiting for you to come in to get it or call in about it. Just fucking help me help you, and it'll get you so much further than having an attitude as soon as I answer the phone. Asking for a manager likely won't get you much further than I can, because I've been working here for over 20 years, and most managers don't know their dick from a hose on the ground. <laughs> and guess what? Half the time, people that do that I just changed my tone of voice and get back on the phone to tell you the exact same fucking thing I just said, because that's what 99% of the managers would do anyway. There's a near 100% chance I haven't seen your fucking package. I work in the office, not in a dock where the packages are moved and stored. And I don't know your dipshit driver unless that driver was my husband. And I can then pretty much guarantee that, in fact, you're the dipshit as he was there, the most sought after driver by all the contractors before he decided to stop driving altogether. Much to my long awaited glee, it's not hard to be a nice person as the old saying goes. You can get way more flies with honey than vinegar. Just don't be an asshole. It's that fucking simple. Thank you very much for it, Lee. Thank you all for writing in. Thanks to all of you for listening to my Rantcast. If you have a rant you want to get off your chest, send it in to me at lewisblack.com forward slash live. You can think of it as therapy or whatever you want to think of it as. Just let it rip. And I want to thank the true stars of our show, the ranters, and the splendid rants they gave us. Lewis Black's Rantcast was created and hosted by me. Aha, Lewis Black. Our live rant audio was produced by James Salter. Our theme song by Chris Lane. Executive producer, Ben Brewer. Executive producers, Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast.
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.